0: Hello and welcome back to the Awe podcast. Uh, we're here to talk about rejection and really I can remember a time uh, actually when I was in elementary school sort of burned into my brain uh, yeah, <laughs> of all things right and that's probably where a lot of things stem from <laughs> so, in terms yeah. of negative self-talk mm-hmm. and whatnot. But there's two pretty significant things that happened. One was more of a long-term thing where I was in the reading room at a, uh, I don't even know if it was second, third grade, you know, and, and just you had to go to a different building and people knew that right. you left mm-hmm. and you were, I don't know, those kids, even though they didn't say it to you type right. of thing, you we're know. different, yeah. Yeah, just different. hmm um, and then the other one was, uh, I was in fifth grade and we were doing something with fractions. I can't remember if it was like Gross. learning to <laughs> invert them, like divide by inverting them and multiplying them or whatever. Yeah, ew. But I remember being so frustrated because I couldn't get it. I like cried in the middle of class. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people just, I don't know, they, they sort of treated me differently. You could feel it. Um, and I think that was that was that. I didn't feel like I was in the in group, um, and felt like an outsider. Right. And that's what rejection is that feeling of being on the outside and, and it's the opposite of belonging. Um, you know, because it's kind of attached to being an outcast and it's a tough place to be, um, because it feels like we're overshadowed by something. And yeah, I can just remember, being in that place and I've always struggled with that just trying to fit in and you know all the nerves that go along with that <laughs> all yeah. the time and, and being comfortable with being myself right yes um so yeah that's that really when when we decided to talk about rejection that was the first memory that came to mind I said I'm going to be vulnerable and share that and that's an authentic experience that yeah it was tough
1: yeah i can imagine and i think it's so powerful that you are sharing that because i think For one reason, it's very relatable. Um, I remember that being in elementary, and you know, I'm older than you, Josh, but I remember (laughs) students being moved in and out of the classroom for various reasons, but exactly what you said, right? There was kind of that, well, why are they leaving? Or what is that, you know, there was this questioning, even as we were young and and didn't really know, right? right? But we knew something was different. And like you said, the in or the out group, right? right? And of course, the students that went knew Um, but those, again, you know, there's this questioning and that, that feeling of that shadow, as you kind of described, which is, again, I just think that's so powerful. And for me talking about rejection, you know, knowing this was the topic we were going to discuss, um, uh, you know, I came into you and I said, Oh my gosh, where am I going to go with rejection? Josh, (laughs) there's so many places I could go. Um, but I think generally you and I really, we do this to reach others. We're hoping that you out there, the listeners, right, that we are tapping into places that that you can relate to. And right. so for me, I thought maybe I'd talk about addiction in terms of rejection because, oh, for sure. you know, yeah. I've mentioned it um, briefly throughout the podcast, um, but I've had experiences with it even as young as elementary and before that, right? Um, yeah. wow. And talk about outcast and that overshadowing piece um right i felt rejection from the individuals who were actually or who are actually the addicts in my life um but the overshadowing the feeling of being outcast just um in relation to these individuals so sharing that having people find that out about me that that is a person that i'm close to that i love that i share life with whatever that that means um It's frightening, and I'm fearful of it constantly. Even though it's out there, it's been in the universe. This is not the first time this has been discussed. I'm still scared. Um, And so there is that overshadowing, and there's that fear of rejection. Like, is somebody going to not want to talk to me or not think I'm capable or whatever because of? Am I going to be rejected because I am related to, because I know, because I come from, whatever addiction?
0: Right, right. And addiction has such a powerful shadow to it, you know. And sometimes when we carry around that trauma, and, and a lot of times this is trauma, right? Yeah. Um, it may not be it may be called little T trauma or big T trauma, whatever you wanna wanna call it, how significant it is, it, it doesn't matter. It's got this shadow to it, right? Mm-hmm. And addiction's a big one. It's a big one. And it's a heavy one to think about. Even that telling that story again kind of makes me shudder. With elementary, right? Because it's yeah. so, it's there. It's vivid. Like you yes. can almost go back like yesterday. And, yeah, yeah, taste and smell and feel the whole incident, because it's stored in so many places. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it really it it is. It's mm-hmm. it's like a shadow. I like to call rejection a shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and another way to look at this is like if we're standing outside and our our kids will do this all the time. Well, they'll stand and they'll be, look how tall my shadow is. And, you know, <laughs> there's these things called shadow tag where they chase after it and they're still trying to get the concept of what a shadow is and where it comes from. Right. But if we're in that shadow, right, that the sun is temporarily blocked out and it's as if the sun is no longer there. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like when the earth is turning on its axis and we go into the nighttime, the sun is still there, but it's blocked from us, so it's dark, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for good rest and reason and, and, and those kind of things. But there's this certain darkness that just kind of lives in our stomachs, almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fueled by anxiety. Um, and occasionally, some things, there's there's levels of rejection, I guess you would call it, right? Just like there's levels of darkness. Sometimes it's just a person standing in front of me and I can kind of look around Lashana, you know, <laughs> and, and see the sun. Yeah, but sometimes it feels like there's no sun there. Right. And that's what rejection's shadow is. I think it's that's why it's heavy.
1: It yeah. is. And addiction is just like that. It's heavy. And, you know, um, when I felt that from the individuals in my life, I felt like I was not in their in-group and why wasn't I good enough and why didn't they love me and then when I go into another um, group um, where I don't want them to find that out about me right that shadow it's like it's looming over me constantly and I'm afraid that others are going to see it or they're going to ask why right? right why is there's something that I'm hiding and and you're right because it is heavy, and just like you said, it's so vivid to you in terms of being in elementary school, right? And, right. And this is vivid to me. It's it's so so present in my life. Like I said, any time I'm just afraid mm-hmm. that that's all that that's all somebody's going to need to reject me, right? Is that all relation right. to that negative thing right, because right. it's not the end thing. Even though we know we work with individuals, um, whom are addicts, we work with individuals whom are in families of addiction.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah. and,
1: and they feel that too, though. They feel that stigma, that shadow, that rejection and, right. um, are battling with that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 And it can be so dark, but you know, one of the things we want you to know is that there's always sunshine somewhere right and it's usually just a pivot we have to make right to get into the sunshine or or a mindset flip that we have to do or switch that we have to do but you know this is going to sound strange but really when we think about rejection and i go back and think about these times right? You know, Rejection starts this conflict of ourselves of do I belong or am I an outcast and am I going to be lovable and and those kind of things, right? And if we can make or learn how to make that pivot to knowing that the sun is still there and that we're going to get there, we can see rejection as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that?
1: I think that a few months ago, I would not have thought that about addiction. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: this is not true. I am special. This is not true.
1: (laughs) And many listeners may be thinking, yeah, addiction does not make me feel like there's any sort of opportunity. Um, But for me... Again, speaking from a personal experience, I learned about Naranon, which, again, is the support group, if you will, for individuals um, who love an addict, right? They know Mm -hmm. them. They're close to them. They share some kind of space with these individuals. And it has turned that idea of addiction into an opportunity for me because I've met people yeah. which I never expected. That wasn't the plan. Right. But I'm learning about me and how I'm oh, growing. Yeah. And right. again, it's still something I fear, so I'm not going to say it, that it's not. But I am having these conversations more and more.
0: Right, right.
1: So that in itself is an opportunity. And I hope within that opportunity that I am that there's somebody out there that that I resonate with who thinks, oh my gosh, okay, so I can do this. I'm not alone. Right. Um. You know, I... I am lovable, like you said, um, because those of us that have addicts in our life, we tend to feel like, you know, um, we are invisible, or we we can control things, or we've done something, or we do something yeah. to um, make the addict use whatever their choice of substances is, right? right and so. Right that's a piece of that rejection too right and mm-hmm. and so i hope that in my journey and experience um, me talking about it opens the door for somebody to maybe ask a question or try naran on or just know that they are not alone and that yeah. they can still walk into spaces where maybe they feel like people don't understand or don't get it or right. that shadow is ever present yeah
0: right or you know like here i've been rejected and I heard you guys talk about the sun is blocked out for me and i can't see the sun and it's so dark right now in my life and i don't think it's ever going to get light again right Mm -hmm. to ask that question like where is this opportunity right what can i learn and sometimes we learn that sometimes i've learned too that it's it's things that i'm putting value on right sometimes i assume people are thinking i'm an outcast or i'm a not a good communicator. I'm not this, or I'm not that, right? Sometimes I assume that. So sometimes, it, rejection is the opportunity to ask a question mm-hmm. to clarify. Sometimes, when people we tell we hear stories of people being treated in a in a horrible, inhumane way, sometimes it's well, what does my friend group need to do to change? Maybe, you know, who is a supportive person? Sometimes mm-hmm. we need to to, to sort of. Uh, I can't think of the word right now, but define that. There you go. Define that for ourselves, too. Right. Yeah. Because it can mean many things.
1: Yes. And you, you know, you've been great for me in terms of I can share that with you and I don't feel that fear and that negative, um, that piece of rejection from you. And and, you know. You've been great in supporting me. And you're right. I need to do a lot of um, reframing and defining of the people that I'm around or who I value or who matters um, right, in terms right. of, of what I believe about myself and my journey. Um, so that's a great, great point. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that is another opportunity, right? Who 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 should be in your life, right? Right, um, right. Or What value do they hold? Um, that's a great point. Yeah.
0: for sure. For sure. And you know, this process, even though we hate it and hate is a strong word, but we hate it. Right. We mm-hmm. hate rejection and we should, we shouldn't, we don't love it cause there's lots of it's, it's that feeling of being different in an outcast. And we don't like that. We like to be normal. We like to go with the flow. That's just what our psyche likes. But in all of this, anybody that we've talked to has gone through some impossible moments, impossible things right it's the pathway to building some resilience that you never knew you had right and so many people discover that beautiful self of that you know beautiful self right and it's when things start when we turn it to opportunity things start to become harmonious within us and we can look back and say wow what a deal but none of us would want to sign up for it anyway.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> i don't yeah. you know don't go sign up for rejection just because you want to be rejected <laughs> right, right. Uh, that's excellent this takes me to another point where actually me yeah. being brought into this space into this current position that i have in terms of a job you know i felt a lot of rejection before i got here yeah, and yeah. I didn't realize what it was going to do for me. And I still am struggling in terms of learning. I'm new. And you and I are learning a lot of things together. Oh, man, yeah,
0: <laughs> Yes, yes, we are.
1: But the idea of that rejection, where that started um, before I got into this position, right? Mm-hmm. And now I am growing in these opportunities. And again, I'm faced with, you know, I'm talking about addiction. I'm talking about some stuff in my life that's not so comfortable, right? right. Um, but I'm starting to believe that maybe it's what I'm supposed to do <laughs> yeah, right, right. and maybe this might be one of the platforms in which to do that For sure. um but I again I don't want to act like I'm still not experiencing those things that fear right. and in that rejection and all of that yuck because I am um mm-hmm. but yeah I am there's opportunity there is growth and yeah I had experienced some really yucky rejection and I know. Ugh, before that.
0: Ugh, I know, I know. And to go back and relive them with such vividness can bring some of those feelings back again. Oh, yeah. Um, And start some of those thoughts going that we started maybe, you know, we can go back to elementary school. Like, you know, the story I started with, you started <laughs> with an elementary school, right? And we can see where these things begin to blossom from. Right. And, you know, so, so we've talked about this shadow of rejection, right? And it, and it, it can be really dark. Then we talked about Rejection is this opportunity. Mm-hmm. What the heck, right? <laughs> like, how does this work, <laughs> right? And so when we look at rejection and we look at belonging, let's say, right? Now, in, in acceptance and commitment therapy, there's six core processes that we, we focus on when we're doing this module. And one of those is looking at where things blossom from. And there's some core yearnings that we have. And one of those core yearnings is belonging, right? Where things grow from to belong and what people do for that core yearning to belong, right? And people will do things like go to parties and get completely wasted drunk, even though that's not what they like to do. But then they'll come in the next time and they'll be like, oh that was so cool you were so hammered and wasted <laughs> you did so many weird things and la 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 and that feeling of feeling belong can compel someone to do it again and sometimes that's where people like who describe um going back through their alcoholism can say wow that was where it started mm-hmm. but also it can be like where negative self-talk starts right like i'm not good enough or i'm different than people right even though it's not necessarily a, a direct message to you it's that indirect message to mm-hmm. you that gets reinforced through our own dialogue right so a lot of times when we're put outside of feeling belonging we we can think about that as isolated right. and we have to think about the the fight fighter fleet freeze standpoint there right our protection mechanisms are to fight to freeze or to run away
1: mm-hmm.
0: right and when we're fighting well that was kind of like our conflict episode goes When we're frozen, we stay stuck in the shadow and we we kind of go into ourselves. That's where negative self-talk can start. Mm -hmm. When we run away, that's all we're doing and we get tired, (laughs) right? Right? Because we can't keep running. We have to go through things and that's one of the hardest pieces of rejection is not to avoid it, but to go through it.
1: And yeah, a sense of belonging, right? And so for me, I think that's why I'm so uncomfortable um, because okay. I'm in this space where because again, I'm I'm new and I do want to belong, right? Right. Um, yeah. and I know that I belong with you, Josh. So again, thank you for being so supportive. <laughs> but in terms of same uh, to you. Same <laughs> to you,
0: right? It's been thanks. wonderful to have a coworker and
1: Yeah, that sense of belonging, yeah. but to feel like I don't belong in so many of these other arenas that I'm currently facing and or part of essentially, right? Sure. Um, and what I want to do is freeze. Yeah. I want to hide in the shadow. Right, right. And so for me, it's so uncomfortable because I am talking about things like addiction. I am talking about things like, like you said, like about when we were children and some, how some of those yeah. things manifested themselves and where we're seeing them now. And right, right. Um, that's uncomfortable because it's kind of stepping out of that shadow and it doesn't necessarily fall into the in-group in that sense of belonging. Right, you know, not everybody right. wants to jump in and say, come with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. Look what I've been
1: through. Even yeah, though we yeah. know because yeah. of what we do, because of our training, right, that this is something that many people experience. This is not, like you said, an isolated no, situation.
0: absolutely not. This is something that just I've gone through, that you've gone through. Yes. You know, there's there's so many avenues of rejection right. in life, Right. And some of them are signs and signals saying, hey, get out of this relationship, you know, look for different qualities or, hey, maybe you got something else going on. Or maybe, hey, you got to talk about go to therapy and talk about, you know, where these things grow from and and how to switch your inner dialogue and things like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's yeah, it's a heavy topic. It is.
1: Yeah. 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 And belonging. Yeah, that's. That's really part of the human condition. Mm-hmm. All day we want to belong, all day. Right. And like you said, people will go to lengths such as, you know, drinking and, and becoming wasted, as you said, right? And that's a horrible feeling. Physically, you feel horrible when you do yeah, that. Right. But if you want to belong and you want to fit in, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and we know many instances that we hear about all the time, right, when an individual or individuals want to belong. Right. They would rather right. do that than feel that rejection.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah right. You know, we think of, you know, gangs and those kind of things too, right? That they play on that, that core yearning of belonging to something, right? Mm-hmm. Because we all do love that. So when we talk about that, really question yourself. Where are the opportunities for me to belong differently to something? Who are the people I'm surrounding myself to support myself, right? Mm-hmm. Who am I talking to? Who do I need to talk to? Um, because rejection is an opportunity for growth. It's just how do we step out of the shadows to see that? Yeah. Yep. And it's
1: frightening. It is.
0: Right, right. Because yeah. the shadow is comforting a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's safest because it's, it's what we know.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I didn't even realize how comfortable I was in the shadow until we had this talk.
0: Right, right. Yeah. No, that's what I, I've seen too. Right, every time I go back to that story of elementary school, it brings up the same stuff. Right, so it's it's a good indication for me to look at that stuff a little closer too again. Mm-hmm. Um, and and sometimes, yeah, we can avoid it for so long, but then we need to go through it, right? Yeah. And yeah, I'd like to say that I went through most of all of that, and but there is always elements that can come up. But to remember to pivot, step out of the shadow, you know, reinforce positive self talk. What is you know, negative self-talk, gain me things like that, right? Remembering those tools right. that we teach ourselves and and others yes. <laughs> in our role, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yes, yeah. Okay, so we are on to those goals. So, are you reading all those romance romance novels? And
1: no romance, oh, okay. novels. <laughs> no romance novels. No romance novels. No tawdry
0: romance novels. That that better be the one that I ask.
1: <laughs> No, but I did. I started a new book, and um, I started it over the weekend, and I am about halfway through already.
0: Wow. Wow. So this one's gripping, then.
1: <laughs> it's You know, this is um, the same author that I read um, previously, and it's, it's a fairly easy read, and so that makes it easier for me to be able to pick it up and do it in a quick time frame. For sure, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I've actually done it, so... I'm on wow. track with that goal for this week.
0: Amazing. Woohoo. And you're on that on track for that what is it? One book every 2 weeks too, I think. Yeah, but yeah. I'm still
1: not going to make that <laughs> total <laughs> overall goal. But yes, yes, yes. I'm doing okay. Um, in terms of being assertive, you know, I know that I've been giving myself kudos and saying I've been meeting those goals recently. You know, there's a couple times that I have felt the last couple of weeks um, that maybe I've stepped back a little bit in terms of that I have um, submitted, if you will. And mm-hmm. so I'm revisiting that in my my self-reflection. Um, mm-hmm. I still think in general I am practicing um, being assertive, but there are some moments when I see there was an opportunity for it and I have not taken it. So I don't want to say that I've reached that goal for this week, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, working towards it. But then to have that, you know, you said something really powerful there. What am I doing to reflect on it, right? Yeah. That's that learn and improve. I'm going to learn and improve, um, fail as fast as I can and move on to the next thing, right? Yeah. Learn from it,
1: yep. How about you? How are your goals doing, Josh? Well,
0: I got to say, like, I'm getting the hang of the exercising thing. Ah, I'm probably you're doing like wonderful. Three to four days, pretty consistently.
1: That's excellent. So
0: that's pretty pretty darn good from where it was. Now with the eating healthy piece, like I'm crushing breakfast and dinner. Like I am bringing my my healthy meal. Like I usually bring a salad in. I'm eating eggs with some of my salad mixed in it in the morning. Actually, it, it helps with prep time, of course. <laughs> Um, but that's that piece is working. But it's like, for my routine at night, a lot of it is we get the kids to bed, we sit in the easy chair, um, and we just kind of sit in silence and read or watch a show or do something like that, right? And then there's this little voice coming from the freezer or the pantry, I don't know what it is, from the freezer, <laughs> like, French fries, eat me. <laughs> or it's like, hey, what about those chips, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: Well, we bought a bag of Doritos right, right, right. earlier
0: in the week. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. And it's this very seductive Dorito voice, and it <laughs> sucks me in every time.
1: <laughs>
0: it is seductive. I agree. Right. It is, and I don't <laughs> hard know. hard to resist. Yeah.
1: Right, right. No it, rejection it, it, there. Right, right.
0: I don't reject those trips. No, and I need to learn how to uh, not give in to that. So that would be where I think I need to work on things. Um, and then, really, I don't know what happened. Like, what I did in my routine in the morning because I was putting my VR goggles on. And actually I do, I think they went dead. So I had to charge them in <laughs> through my routine off. and I haven't meditated for the last week. So I need to get back on that. So it, yeah. it just that little thing kind of threw something off for me, threw the system out of balance. And here I am, didn't reach that goal at all. So, ugh. Well,
1: I'm proud of <laughs> you with your exercise goal because you have been even walking when I haven't. And, you know, this isn't a competition. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm proud of you because you are saying, hey, you know, I actually went home and I did this. And I'm thinking, you know, good for you. And <laughs> so I, I want you to tell yourself how much of an accomplishment that actually is wow
0: thank you yes. thank you yeah it's hard and, and these goals are hard there, there's a reason we picked them we didn't <laughs> want to pick just like you know i don't know taking a shower every day because that's just something i normally do right yes. um we wanted to make things authentic and real and what we needed to work on right absolutely um, because that's what empowers us to be well and stay authentic as well so yes um
1: Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's all for this episode. Join us next time as we discuss resilience. This is Lashana. And Josh. Stay authentic, well, and empowered.